Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van S. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. All right, here we go. It is indeed Saturday, September 28th of 2019, the year of our Lord. You are indeed listening to the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. And also a shout out to our friends there on SoundCloud. From Egan, Minnesota in the Northern Command Studio, I'm John Shannon. And out there in Queens, New York... I guess we have to call that the Eastern Command Center now. I just prefer the the Central Command Center. I think that's better. You think so, huh? I I firmly believe that's better. Well, if it makes you feel better, I'm all for it. What a guy. Oh. (laughs) Would you like to finish my introduction? Finish my introduction. Use my name. Oh, well, would you let me? (laughs) Anyways, from Queens, New York, in the command center. Central command. Oh, excuse me. Central command center. Wait a minute. Let's try it again from the top. From the top. Try it again. Start 30 seconds into the show. Start from Northern Command Center in Egan, Minnesota. Go. From the Northern Command Center in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And out there in... Queens in the Central Command Center, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens and spontaneity. That's what it's all about. <laughs> how is everybody today? Well, how are you today, sir? I, I am. Let me apologize up front. I've uh, it's I, I told John off the air before we came on I, it, since I've been here. Uh, the eight, nine months now I've been here, I have had some kind of virus three different times. I woke up Tuesday with a sore throat. Wednesday, I had no voice, which some would applaud as a medical breakthrough and, uh, you know, good for society in general. And I've had this cough on and off for the past couple of days. So if, if, if I just suddenly stop speaking and you don't hear anything, it's because I've muted myself and I'm having a coughing fit. I have taken my medicine and I, I, I should be okay for the show. I feel okay. I took the day off yesterday and I rested and we're feeling better. But I just, uh, it's been a long, long week for me. And uh well, you know, when he said he had some sort of virus there, I was just, my mind was kind of wondering, well, you know, he is living in New York City. No, no, no. <laughs> Believe me, he managed to avoid that while he was here the first time and running around like a crazy man. <laughs> and managed to avoid it in South Florida as well in the 80s. So I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> I, I'm the luckiest son of a bitch on the face of the earth. Luke, Luke Eric's got nothing on me. Exactly. 
754800 chat 7548002428 the number if you want to uh, join us here a little bit later on uh, I myself we've actually both of us uh, in our uh, lines of work here have been uh, quite busy during the week uh, I've wound up putting in four 16 hour shifts um, between driving and actually working in our company's dispatch room uh, I do have some dispatch experience from back uh, in the old archaic days when we were still doing voice dispatch mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> oh my goodness so I haven't had a whole lot to time to prepare stuff we do have i think we'll get enough to get through uh, at least the first hour and we'll just do what we do best in, in the second hour which is but waste if you precious want to air time which is what waste precious air time in hour there number two exactly it's a good thing we're not getting charged for this shit my goodness <laughs> oh too early in the morning you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute well, I, I know how to keep him busy now. <laughs> well, now, now you do. <laughs> oh, you know, well, you, let's see. I, you got to remember, the funny thing is, is that we don't have an FCC breathing down our neck or anything like that. But just the same, as I've told you before, I want to keep this. We should want to keep this on a level where we don't mind people listening. We're not going to offend them with our language, possibly with our opinions. And our choice of subject matter. I'm all for offending people that way. But I don't want to offend them with a choice of words that can be otherwise avoided. But then again, dregs the society that I've hooked myself up with. Eh, what are you going to do? Well, it is what it is. Guilty as charged. There you go. So don't be surprised. I didn't say I was surprised. Surprised never came to this. Don't be surprised if I call... Uh, Donald Trump, a shitbag, cocksucking. Bar- find one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Is that all you I get? Is one, one credit um, for a violation of the verbal morality statute? <laughs> you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. Oh, just reminds me of the, from the movie where that came from when Stallone needed a little bit of TP there and just. You remember that, don't you? Oh, me? Yes, I do. That's why we use the bit. Okay. That's why we use the bit. Uh, All right. Well, let's get up here and start drudging up the crap on uh, Uber and Lyft. I did come prepared uh, with their uh, stock, uh, their their week-ending stock report here. Oh, boy. I got it, too. I got it, too. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you the honor, my my dear friend. <clears throat> Uber closed the week yesterday at thirty dollars and twenty nine cents and dropping. They are this close to dropping below thirty. And uh, Lyft, Lyft closed the week at forty one thirty five. Gravity is doing a magnificent job here with these two. It's uh, I I applaud the effort and. Uh, we're all going to be better people. You know, you know what it reminds me of? It remind I mean it isn't going, you know, it isn't going down like a snowball headed for hell. But it it reminds me of, you know those helium you get a helium balloon 
And after it sits for a while, it starts losing a little bit of helium, starts mm. losing a little bit of helium, and it's just slowly floating to the right. ground. It goes from it's high up at the ceiling, and then it's neutral buoyancy. Mm. And then before you know it, it's just kind of bouncing all right, bouncing on the floor. Every time there's a little gust of breeze or wind, or it moves along. <laughs> Until finally, a couple of days later, you find it deflated and dejected and uh i'll tell you one one thing i've noticed lately uh and what i've been able to read and see especially this week is that it appears the media has done a uh just maybe not a full 180 on uber mm-hmm. and lyft but they're certainly not the media darlings that they once were media is is uh, being very ag- more aggressive i won't say very aggressive but more aggressive about mm-hmm. these stories especially with assaults now uber rolled out another series of safety features this week where uh one of them which actually isn't a half bad idea and it saves a lot of time and trouble is that you order an uber you'll get a pin number and uh, you have to give that to the driver the driver puts it in his app and boom you know you're supposed to be together that makes the most sense than this what's your name i'm i'm actually so-and-so's girlfriend but the other thing, which again, they have an enhanced 911 button. You should not have to have an enhanced 911 button for your company's oh. drivers. Where do you, the problem starts right there, the fact that you need the button. Okay? That's, that's where things, we, we stop right there. If you have to provide me with a way to escape from your driver, and we won't call him an employee, then they, there's the root of the problem there. And, and earlier this week, in, a, in an interview, uh, in when asked about uh, the situation with with the, all the attacks and the sexual assaults and, what, and whatnot, uh, Uber CEO and all-around lion SOB, uh, Dara the K., Essentially said and he used the word hearsay. He said, "Oh, that's all hearsay. You you can't you can't believe all of that." These people have, look. He's making two hundred million a year. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what the drivers are making, what the passengers are going through. Does not care one iota. Tapping out. And one more <clears throat> one more step. He's going to be just like Donald Trump. This is fake news. This is fake news. This is not happening. No, Dara's Dara's too smart. His ego will allow him. To walk away from this yeah he, he is not an unintelligent man he is i don't know what his deals are but he is just playing out the string here i can't put a time frame on how long he's going to be with this company but it ain't going to be long kids there'll be no gold watch 50 year uh, retirement for dara i promise you that he's going to walk away from there with a with a bag full of cash Yes. And never look back. And never look back. He has no emotional invo- no emotional involvement in this company. As opposed to Travis, who this was his baby. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. the baby was a drunk, abusive father. <laughs> I digress. Yeah. Well, and of course, then the, the hits still keep on coming for, for Uber. Um I'll make sure I look. It's actually Uber and Lyft here, right here locally. Yet another complaint about uh, the 
the both of them actually not accepting uh uh, and we you know you and I have had this whole guide dog discussion and where I'm not going to, I don't want to get back into that. Good, because you'll lose. Oh, take a pill. I did. This one, <laughs> was it a pill or a Tic Tac? Both actually. Well, good. Uh, this one was indeed a, uh, a, sci- a seeing eye dog. And it's just another complaint about, uh, about Uber and Uber and Lyft, neither one of them. Their drivers are uh, what she had been doing was at least giving the guys a a fair warning, saying, "Listen, I have a guy, you know, have a, a guide dog with me." Well, right, and um, they would just cancel the ride. Well, then she stopped giving them that heads up. Well, even worse, so the or even worse now, I should say. Uh, the drivers are pulling up, seeing that she has a dog, and just oh, bye bye, and cancel, you know, and just driving off, canceling the ride that way. And this is, there is no way that Uber and Lyft can, I think, they can, they can prove anything to be able to kick these drivers off the system, but. These drivers, the smart thing would be to, to, okay, you have the information on the driver. You have it, you know, documented through your phone. Why not report the drivers to uh, the whoever would be enforcing uh, ADA? Why, why not bring it, bring it up that way? You know, because then the driver, it's more personal responsibility on the driver for not taking the, uh, not taking the customer. And I, I wondered what you were thinking about that. You don't want me to tell you. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. If I because didn't, we, I wouldn't but, ask. Because we're going to get into this. Okay. Well, this is a, an obvious seeing eye dog. I mean, this is not one of those therapy pets. First off, it's called a guide dog. Okay. It's not, it's not a seeing eye dog. It's a guide dog. And well, those, you know of you, those of you not familiar with my take on this stuff, okay, I'm very pro ADA. Very pro. That being said, I don't, he's showing me his phone and I don't know why. Well, because it know. says right on the story, seeing eye dogs. So I'm sorry that well, I'm just going by, okay. by the news story. And you think the Redskins is a fine name for a football team. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, because now John has lit this fuse, I'm all for the ADA. But that being said, I think it has been, in some cases, abused. I am all for people who are differently abled to be able to function just as poorly as I do in this world. Uh, But you have others out there who now pretend uh, that every every little thing with fur is a service animal. And you know what? That's what's got to stop. I am all for a national system of registering and IDing True, absolute service animals. Uh, and not this nonsense that's on the internet. You can buy a vest, blah, blah. Oh, look, he's got a vest. So what? I can go out and buy a vest. I can go out and buy a police officer's uniform. Doesn't make me a cop. 
I really don't want to get into this. Look, the right now the way things stand, okay? The way it stands is that if somebody tells you it's a it's a guide dog, okay? You have to take that at their word. You cannot question mm-hmm. that. The only thing you can ask is what is the animal trained to do f- to assist you? And that's where you stump most people. And that being said, it doesn't matter because there are plenty of people who will get into a taxi or an Uber or whatever and the driver will say something innocuous like, I'd appreciate it if you didn't smoke in the car. And the next thing you know, they're being reported for denying them a ride with their service animal. Uber never looks into this stuff. There's no way no. to prove it. Uh, now, drivers who don't take it, take service animals, legit guide dogs, yeah, they ought to be strung up, strung and quartered, hung, strung, quartered, however that goes. There's no question about that. And it's taxi drivers, everybody. All right? But mm-hmm. we also have to look at the bigger issue. And I know there's ADA advocates who will who'll go on and on and on about how, you know, by having to make somebody prove something uh, it, it makes them they're treated differently well guess what you are treated differently and there's nothing wrong with that we have changed city codes to where now every new sidewalk that is built at an intersection has a ramp on it that's not a horrible thing because guess what me and my little shopping cart benefit from that too you know it goes both ways we understand that I, I, my mobility is a whole lot better than somebody else's. I get that. I still have my vision, my hearing. Uh, one and a half good legs left. Man, I, my right knee, it's killing me. But anyway, so, and, and I get that. And it's different, but we have to make accommodations for you. All I'm asking for is an accommodation back the other way on this one issue. Let's have these animals certified. So that you know, oh, this is an actual, you know, it is, I haven't checked for here in New York State, but in the state of Florida, it is against the law to present an animal as a service dog, a service animal, when it's not. It's fraud. It's punishable by jail time. Of course, you'd be hard-pressed to ever get somebody to, you know, to, to you know, to, to, to act on that. Make it, yeah, exactly. Make a complaint about it and follow through. I'd love to make a complaint about it. Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you're listening to us live here on Radio TFI, you can also use that same number to leave a message or uh, send a text. If you listen to us here on uh, SoundCloud, and there's always our Twitter handle Taxi Stand Hour. If you want to go via the way of the Twitter, if you want to be the next Donald Trump, <laughs> we're, oh, we're all okay. we're also on the Instagram, but we really don't know how to work that yet. Are we are? We are. <laughs> oh, we have been for about six months. We're just oh, not okay. sure how to do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that, that that's your baby. That's all I can say. Hey, you know what? There is some good news here, and this comes uh, this comes out of uh, somewhere in England. This is actually about a month old, but it's first I saw it. Uh, 
Apparently, a 22-year-old student in the United Kingdom was recently jailed for falsely accusing a taxi driver of raping her. Now, again, with that, they use they use the uh, term "taxi driver" kind of loose over there. That could be a that could have been a black cab, but that could have been a uh, Uber, Lyft, or any other uh, mini cab, if you will. Um, she was a criminology student at uh, Leeds Beckett University, uh, and she told the police officers that she had been sexually assaulted and molested in the back of a cab that uh, she'd been riding in. And this is uh, re- reported by The Telegraph in uh, in the UK. Um, she phoned the police early on the April 22nd of this year to claim that her cab driver had molested her. Then she accompanied police to a station where she signed a, a uh, statement affirming her claim. The driver she accused was a father of four, and he was arrested and held on for six hours. The accusation prevented him from working for four months. He stated that friends stopped speaking to me and letting me into their homes. People in my community do not even want to be seen with me. Um, okay, we I don't know how much we've really talked about this, you know, with all the assaults and what have you that... Uh, come up and and a a lot of them have been proven uh, and drivers have been dealt with as far as the law enforcement is concerned but this is this is a unique situation though when you have somebody making a false claim and you know I, I I'm kind of at a loss for words on it, and, and I'll tell you why. That uh, you know, you, you you never want to not believe. You know, when someone files a complaint against uh, against a sexual predator or what or whatnot, you you don't you don't want to say, "Ah, you're full of it" or whatever. But I gotta believe that. With all the accusations, you know, at least, at least a few of them are going to be, uh, at least a few of them are going to be fake. And I feel, you know, if this is indeed what what, what happened, and it was proven that he was uh, that he did not attack this woman, you know, his life may be his his life may still be ruined. Keep this in mind, even though John, he was exonerated. Keep this in mind. In a okay. case like in a case like this, oh, you may beat the charges, and he very well may, and and be exonerated completely. Mm-hmm. But the stench of that accusation is never going to go away, because no, some people some people will only hear that part of it, and will mm-hmm. never hear about that he was cleared, because that kind mm-hmm. of news doesn't make it around the the neighborhood gossip line. Now. Remember what I, what I just go back just a couple of minutes. We were speaking about service animals and how people Uber customers are very, very devious when it comes to this. Here's they know the system uh, for every slight real, real or imagined that they feel a driver has uh, put upon them. 
they have no problem claiming, oh, this guy uh, refused my service animal, even though there was no dog. They're also not afraid to make phony sexual assault charges. Anything that they feel will get a driver booted off the platform. And they also know Uber Uber and Lyft do not investigate a blessed thing. Okay? Mm. They don't talk to anybody. They don't do anything. The driver will sit there. You know, my personal feelings about those companies aside, you got a, a guy sitting there for a day or two. How do I know? Because it happened to me. Mm-hmm. And then you get a phone call. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we've, we've figured out there was nothing to it. How? You never spoke to me again. You didn't speak to the people. And the funny thing is, then they'll always tell the driver, well, what's your take on the incident? Well, what's the incident? Well, we can't tell you. We have to protect the privacy of the customer. <laughs> so, so you've deactivated what you me. What would you like me to comment on? The incident. What incident? We can't tell you. But that's that's another issue. But this is something, and and I hope to hell, if this turns out to be a phony accusation, I hope not only does she go to jail and she can find out what real sexual assault is about, and I don't joke about that lightly. No. And then take her to civil court and sue her for every blessed thing she's got. Then get a real job. Because I, I, I tell you, uh, at least here in the U.S., Uber customers, Lyft customers, they're all playing the system. They're all trying to get free rides. And heaven forbid, you know, uh, again, a driver wants to have rules in his car. You need to wear a seatbelt. You need to, you can't bring an open drink in the car. Blah, blah, blah. You're an asshole. Fine. You know, and the ne- next Tell thing you know. I haven't over the last 20 years. <laughs> and then the next thing you know. Uh, they find out they're deactivated while mm-hmm. a customer complained about your driving. I had Lyft tell me I was shut down once and I had only had one Lyft customer that day. And they told me, well, the customer said you were drunk. You were driving drunk. I said, well, then why weren't the police contacted? I'm sitting here talking to you right now. Tell me where to go and I'll go pee in a cup right now. Where would you like me to go? Well, I said, I know which customer it is because I've only had the one. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it could have been somebody on the street. You're telling me somebody on the street as I drove by them and my nondescript and unmarked van could see, could tell that I had the smell of alcohol on me. Mm-hmm. That's the other big one they'll, they'll use is that you're, uh, you smell of alcohol. To which I always say, then why the hell didn't you get out of the car? Yeah, exactly. Get out of the car. Call the cops. Call the cops, for God's sake. Well, in this case, the the, uh, the student actually was sentenced to jail. Oh, was she? Oh, I thought you were done with that story. Yeah, yeah. no, she, uh, that was actually the headline. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she was... She was, she's doing time. How much time she's doing, I, I Oh, so it, it was proven that the driver wasn't. She made this whole thing up. Yeah. Well, there, I yeah. went on a whole rant for nothing. Well, hey, it's, it, it sounded good. But this is what these people will do. This is what their mm-hmm. customers, the, the, this is the culture, okay? I can get something by making another person's life miserable. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
let's move on. Let's move on because yeah. I have something here from the lovely oh, okay. and talented and uh, I have a special tweet of the week from the queen of all hacks, Christine Hubbard, up there with uh, Beck Taxi. She, uh, she quoted a text that said, a text, a tweet that said, Toronto uh, declaration of a climate emergency at city council next week will move, will move up city target date for net carbon neutrality from 2050 to 2040. Uh, to which Christine, Christine replied, and I quote again, Toronto declares a climate emergency after allowing 90,000 more vehicles on Toronto streets to cruise for fares and removing any previous environmental restrictions on taxi cabs in the city. Ridiculous. And we agree with you 100%. That's our gal. Absolutely. Not to use the term gal like that. but. But look at what Toronto did. They took away all their environmental rules. And, and she's right. They put all these cars on the street, literally uh, untamed. And now they're saying, gee, now, now we got a little pollution problem. Mm-hmm. I thought Canadians were smarter. We know Christine's smart. Yes, well, that's just it. Canadian people are smarter. Unfortunately, they elect the stupid ones. Apparently. Uh, oh, here's, hey. here's, here's the other Uber one. Uh that's what it was. Uh, Dara the K, this was from Kim Barrett, who I follow, and you should too. The Uber CEO says scathing report about passenger safety based on hearsay. Yeah, he's. Uh... Oh, by the way, did you read that Uber laid off like 400 people in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area? Um, Marketing people and. Are, yeah, yeah, that's, that's actually from a couple weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Uh, it might be. It might be. Yeah. Here's the here's the last Uber thing that I have. Okay. Uh, and, again, and again, another tweet. This was from Paris Marx, uh, who retweeted uh, somebody else who said, "I met today's Uber." This is from September 26th, so a couple of days mm-hmm. ago. I met today's Uber product event in San Francisco. Uh, Dara the K is quoted as saying, what we want to be as a company is the operating system for your everyday life. Think of it as a one-click gateway to everything that Uber can offer for you, unquote. To which Paris Marx replied, the absolute last thing anyone should want is for Uber to be the, quote, operating system for your everyday life. How many other sectors of the economy do they want to F up before they go belly up? I like that, and I like that a lot. You get an extra. You get an extra tweet and a tada for that one. You know what that reminds me a lot of? Uh, they want to be your everything, if you will. Yes. It reminds me of iRobot, the movie iRobot. Ah, I yes. Also, I understand it's a pretty good book too, but unfortunately, uh, I'm not you much of read. a reader. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I actually have some taxi industry, a couple of taxi industry stories here. Do you now? Yeah. A lot of this is coming out of uh, Las Vegas, actually. I want to thank uh, <clears throat> my favorite gun nut, uh, Mr. Uh, Rod uh, Johnson, for bringing this to my attention. John, John, I need you to stop right yeah. there for a second. Look. What? We, we have to be aware 
we have to be sensitive to, to people's feelings on how we refer to them. Gun nut is just, you know, it's improper. I think the preferred the preferred verbiage would be gun cuckoo head. Oh, oh well, thank you for correcting me on that. Uh, that's what I'm here for. I'm the social conscience of the of this outfit. Well, oh my God, we are in some serious <laughs> trouble. We're we're in deeper than you'd think, pal. Mm. Anyways, out of Las Vegas, uh, one of Southern Nevada's uh, largest taxi companies is joining forces with a local nonprofit that's fighting to stop human trafficking. On any given time, we have up to 1,000 eyes on the road, said Joel Wilden, board director with Yellow Checker Star and New Cab. There's hundreds of taxi cab drivers on the streets every day, not only providing transportation services, but also working towards finding missing children. Las Vegas is unfortunately a hotspot for human trafficking. These kids are local to our valley. These are our kids that are missing. Uh, And so the long and the short of it is, is that uh, Yellow Checker Star, which I, I worked for for a while when I was living out there in Vegas. Uh, they're trying to do, they're, they're doing the right thing here. You know, they've been decimated just like everybody else by Uber and Lyft. And they are trying to be a better community citizen, which is one of the things that if I remember a long time ago when we were talking about what cab companies, cab drivers and cab companies should be doing, uh, to improve their image and try to try to get back some of the business, and uh, hats off to them. I think that that's a uh, that's a, a great and noble cause that they're doing. And Bravo! I mean that sincerely. I, yeah, come on, you got to give a little bit. You got to find a better clap, though. That's I do. <laughs> I do have one, but I don't want to look for it right now. I, oh, I, I hear could, you. I could always play this one. Hello, handsome. Is that a 10-gallon hat? Or are you just enjoying the show? It's irrelevant, but funny as heck. It is. Um, one other thing real quick there again out of Vegas. Uh, now, let me explain. That I'll, I'll, I won't try to read on this one, but for the longest time. I thank you. Uh, the audience thanks you. Uh, for the longest time, Las Vegas has been a uh, their pricing system was all based on on meter rates out there, uh, and one of the reasons is is that this is one of the cities where the uh, the drivers are actual employees and they're being paid a commission off of their fares, and so to make sure that they're not um, quote unquote ripping off the company uh, and trying to pocket the extra uh, fares. They uh, made sure that every time they had a passenger in the back seat, that that passenger was uh, the meter was running. There were no such things as flat rates or uh, or anything like that. Uh, well, apparently, apparently, what they're doing now on trips from McCarran Airport uh, to basically the resort corridor, better known as the Strip, is they are actually instituting flat rates from certain uh, certain properties, or excuse me, from the airport to certain properties. Um, so one of, the, one of the biggest problems that they had out there in Vegas was uh, what's called long hauling, 
and what they were doing was, and I, I don't expect you to be real familiar with the geography in Vegas, uh, Ed, but what they were doing is instead of coming out um, the short way, if you will, and just uh, exiting out of the airport from the north. Let, can, I let just, me, let can, me, can I just interject one thing? Even with my okay. limited my limited knowledge of Las uh-huh. Vegas, I visited there four or five times. Mm-hmm. Here's what I know. The strip is literally spitting distance from the airport. It is. You are absolutely right. There there you can almost see the you can see the airport from some of the hotels. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what they were doing, instead of coming out the north end of the airport, basically onto, you know, just like you say, right onto the strip almost, or there are some prescribed back roads that you can also take to avoid strip traffic. But they, what they were doing is they were coming out the backside of the airport uh, onto the freeway through a tunnel and onto the freeway and coming up the freeway that way which was something that would add on back when i was out there at the time was adding five six seven dollars to the ride and um it was one of the things that uh, that the taxi industry basically they lost a lot of business to shuttles they lost a lot of business to uh, uh again at the time uh to other forms of transportation well now come you know on comes Uber and Lyft, and now they're just really screwed. So what they're basically trying to do out there is they're trying to uh, retain their good name, if you will, and uh, and stop uh, you know, doing something to charge the customer appropriately for the ride. Now, if the driver still wants to go out the tunnel and up that way, he's still me, only going to get right. so much on the ride. Right. Uh, that's that. That's. Flat rates to and from an airport are a wonderful thing, I believe. Now, here in New Mm -hmm. York City, from anywhere in Manhattan to JFK, it's a $52 flat rate. It's Mm -hmm. got its own own setting on the meter. It's got its own rate rate button. Uh, It still winds up costing the customer 60-some-odd dollars with tolls and and all that. But uh, it's... It's a long ride. I, I, I'll be quite honest with you. It's a very long ride to get to JFK. I forgot how far away it really is. But at least people aren't panicking. Uber's charging and Lyft are charging $70, $80 for that ride. Cab drivers aren't losing anything. And that's what they have to remember. That when you do a flat rate like that, the powers that be have figured out uh, what the average amount of that ride should be. And they're not shaving more than, you know, a dollar or so off it, or, you know, they've got it pretty well nailed. Right. And you're not losing, as a driver, you're not losing anything. But the customer can now get in and say, oh, okay, it's $26 from uh, from McLaren Airport to the Rio, or whatever, whatever it would be, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Okay, that's good. Now I know what I'm paying, and I don't have to worry about this. And, uh, you know, hey, you want to take me on the mountainside? Be my guest. I love the mountains. Yeah, you know. ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah, that uh, it's a good idea. It, it's it a wonderful really, idea. In this yeah, day and age? I, I, unfortunately, you know, the, the, the companies for the longest time 
had a vested interest in the I still well I, I can't really say this anymore I don't I haven't been in Vegas for the last uh, you know it's been about 15 years well, since well, I that's left right. there they were working on commission which meant the company did benefit from you got it oh see I think Vegas is one of the few major cities that still treats its ca- is where the drivers are employees you know yeah, every place exactly. else you go you're, you're leasing a car company says go do what you want just come back with the car in one piece and filled with gas. I believe Rod also told me here that they do or they are actually leasing a few cabs now out there. They've had to change their entire mindset out there. I yeah, they they like most cab companies back in the day, 50 years ago or so, uh were, you know, were doing the same thing that Vegas did, but they found out in a number of ways, a they were getting cheated by the drivers. Mm-hmm. It was too expensive to try to maintain because now somebody had to clock the mileage, read the meter every night. You know what? Let's charge them a flat rate. You come in and you lease the car. You become an independent contractor. You go out, you make what you make. We don't care. Just pay us our rent and have the yeah. car filled with gas. That's it. And you know what? For that business, that model works because let's face it, as an industry, no matter who you drive for, whether it's taxi or Uber or Lyft, there is always will be a certain amount of cheats and crooks yep, yep. and people exactly. who, people who are in it for the short haul that just would rather screw you out of three dollars and don't care that you just cost the industry untold thousands down the line not just from that customer that just screwed but all the people he knows as well yeah exactly tapping out and well, scratching hey. Yes, hey, you look like you're enjoying that. I am. You have, <laughs> I have my bamboo back scratcher going right now, kids and kittens, and uh, it feels wonderful. So, <sighs> it seems like one topic you and I don't talk a whole lot about here is the environment. And um, the reason I don't get into it, quite frankly, is, is that uh, when it comes to climate change, if you will, I want to. I I want to believe the scientists because I believe that. Can I stop you right people, there, John? I be, I believe you're. To, so. I believe you're about to go into another topic we don't talk about much here. Sixteen-year-old girls. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, however, when these two items combine, I I think I think we're on safe ground. Mm-hmm. Now I I don't have her name in front of me, Greta. God bless her. Uh, Fernberg. That's the one. Uh, yeah. The look on her face when she was addressing the UN is the look of an American 16-year-old girl when you've taken away her texting privileges. Yeah. She was ready to kill. She had that look of, I will come into the audience and bite the heads off every one of you. Mm-hmm. She basically told them, screw you, people. You don't care. I got to live in this mess that you've created. And boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh boy, that's uh, mm-hmm. she was she was impressive. I, I I literally was scared watching her. I, I I literally was scared. You see, and all, all I saw was the pictures of her uh, addressing uh, the uh, the UN, and yeah, you. A still picture can sometimes say a lot more than just than even video because they catch that that angriest look just at the right time. You know? No, let me tell you, there, there there were plenty of opportunities for that look. This girl was so 
impassioned. Mm-hmm. And the UN is sitting there and they're all, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. They're talking about you clowns. That's who she's yeah. talking about. Sure, you're applauding her. She's, you know, Trump avoided her. There's a great piece of video where he breezed right by her. They wouldn't yeah. even look at her. <laughs> There's a debate he would lose. Well, anyway. Oh, that's, uh, it's, yeah, he'd, he'd lose a debate about the color of the sky. So, uh, or, or of his skin. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, you know, and it made me think of when I when the, the news was out about all this, it made me think a little bit. One of the things that I have always had a problem with in my own mind as far as climate change is concerned. And like I said, I want to I want to believe the scientists that say that that um, this is mostly man made. But. There's still a little part of me, and I need—I—I I, I just don't know how to how to resolve this. But there's a part of me that still wonders and still thinks that yes, our climate is changing. Yes, the the, the world is evolving. Uh, you know, it's changing. But how do we know? And you know, we talk about the polar ice caps. How do we know? that this just isn't part of the earth changing in its own in its own way. Well, it's now, a very maybe- good point. It's a very good point that you make. And I see I do a little different version of that. How do we mm-hmm. know this is not part of a larger cycle of climate? Mm-hmm. A million year cycle, a 100,000 year cycle. I I mean, I can't prove that and I don't even know how much merit that has. But we just don't know for sure. There's a lot we don't know, but make no mistake about it. We have certainly had a hand in this. We've accelerated the process. There is no question about it. There's no question about that. And we've done it mostly in the past 100, 150 years. Hmm. Ever since the Industrial Revolution, basically. There you go. Everything that what allows us to have this conversation right now Mm -hmm. between the two of us. Sitting, thousand, thousand, what are we, uh, 1,400 miles apart, whatever it is. And we're I'll measure it one of these days. I'll get that tape measure out. and uh, But it's just that kind of thing. And without the Industrial Revolution, well, you and I would, this is life as we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it benefited us, but we also, we took advantage of it. We had a lot of bad people doing a lot of bad stuff that they shouldn't have done dumping things and all that now and there was some periods of well people just didn't know that this stuff was bad or didn't you know Mm -hmm. but yes we whether whether we're aware of it or not the human beings as a species do have a hand to play in this uh climate change thing and uh i don't think the scientists are lying to us I don't uh, either. That, I, that's that, that's just it. There's you know, nothing in it here, for here's, them. Here's the thing, I, I, and I and I love it, especially from those on the right, especially those who uh, who are evangelist evangelists and and what have you, the ones that you know are are true believers. You folks are. Uh oh, <laughs> we go. Um, you folks that believe in uh, in religion, whatever whatever religion you may believe in, uh, you basically are believing in a, in, in a 
individual that you have never seen who you believe is the almighty and controls everything in the uh, in the universe uh, but you with no proof with no proof of it whatsoever yet you have scientists who are who are putting together showing proof showing their works uh, uh, showing why things are happening the way they are and you don't want to believe them it just it baffles the hell out of me praise him who tells me <laughs> blindly to follow what he's telling me i do yeah. not need proof that my daddy is there or is not there because i know what i know and what they know they have told me to know so i know and i know that they know that we know that what they know or think they know but don't really know <laughs> is that i will go with their show and ain't got no mo <laughs> oh praise gil praise him yeah hey uh have you seen or have you any interest in seeing the uh, new Joker movie? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I I saw this story. Apparently, the, the movie is, uh, as they're claiming, that it's uh, prompting a mass shooting threat in uh, U.S. Uh, movie theaters. Now, I, again... I don't even think I, I think I might have seen one trailer. Now, of course, anybody that's familiar with uh, with the Joker in in Batman lore, I'm Batman. Knows, that, <laughs> knows that the Joker is this maniacal, stop at nothing, murderous uh, freak, if you will. But we don't and, think he really knows that what he's doing is wrong or necessarily bad. It amuses. I think. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, he's doing this basically for his own amusement. Yeah, you're yep. absolutely yep. right. And um, well, we could do hours somehow, on, on, on the Joker alone. My God, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, apparently, and I didn't know this, but you remember the uh, the shooting in Aurora, Colorado? Right? Oh, sure. It was. Look, I, this is the silliest thing. To it's not silly, but look, that just coincidentally happened to be the new Batman movie at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I think it could have been any other theater. It, it, I, I, I don't think there's any connection there. Of course, you don't want to downplay that. I don't want to downplay it. And I mean, no dis, disrespect to the, the families and, and the friends of the victims. That mm. being said, I don't think there's a real connection. Now, this Joker movie is most likely going to be a whole lot more violent. And a lot of movie chains are now saying, and it honestly, it makes sense. You can no masks, no costumes, no face makeup. Mm -hmm. And this was a rule I used when I worked Halloweens as a cab driver. Oh, you, you know never why? wanted to let somebody in with a mask in your cab. Absolutely. No, that's saying, please rob me. Exactly. And I had people get upset. Oh, but I, I've, I, it's you either take the mask off or, you know, get another cab, take the bus. Maybe the bus will let you mm -hmm. on with a mask. You're an asshole. That may be, but I'm going home alive tonight. See ya. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely but, right. But anyway, I understand, you know, 
because these days people just uh, act out and do what they want to do and with no no consequences uh, attached. But oh. I, I'm petered out here. Are you are you are you running out of gas over there? No, no, just on that, just on that, because oh, I, I, oh, okay. I'm afraid if I start going on it, I'm gonna. Uh, how about this? I Alfred? like it. I, I, I like it when you go on like that, though. It yeah, makes I the know. show interesting. Yeah, Al Franken's back on the radio as of today. How about that? Yes, he is. Uh, Sirius XM. I now I yes. don't know what channel. Is it is is it their Progress Channel? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that because I do have Sirius XM on on my radio. But I was watching a, a, a you know a story about it this morning, and remember when when he uh, he never should have had to leave, but he said, "I gave up my seat. I didn't give up my voice." Exactly. I personally believe Franken should have should throw his hat in for the president. Being it, I, it oh. Well, let's face it, if Trump, with all the accusations against Trump uh, and he still and he still still somehow got elected, I think that uh, right. I, I don't think he I, I honestly I don't think he'd get past the women vote, though, to I tell you the truth. I, I, I think you're wrong because and I'll tell you why. At no point mm-hmm. during, during this did Franken huff and puff uh-huh. and say she's a lion B or she's he took it stoically Uh huh. he was respectful mm. and while he disagreed and he said a lot of it is false but he wasn't going to drag everything else down by fighting it exactly exactly I think he handled it very well I I happen to believe look that picture is somewhat damning mm. and yeah he you know you know with his hands above her chest and all that that that's that's damning evidence but hell we got a president on tape mm-hmm. not to mention not to mention recent phone calls but that's uh that's neither here oh by the way did you see that the u.s envoy to the ukraine resigned yesterday yes he did yeah Boy, this is going to this may be going downhill like a snowball headed yes. for hell all you rats from the sinking ship debark this way this is where you get off Please <laughs> try not to trample each other on the way. Oh my God! And and we're we're not going to devote a lot of time to this today, okay? But I do want to get a word in about impeachment. Okay. Okay. Rock and roll. This is going to happen. All right. But let's remember, it doesn't mean he's getting booted out. Right. It's never. It's you have to. It it. There's a lot that people don't understand that I hope we'll now learn more about the process. Now, look, I was around uh, when they were about to impeach Nixon. That never happened. You were around. Clinton, same thing. Uh, People, but I personally think it's a waste of time right now. Although I give Mm -hmm. her credit. She waited for the one. And this is, this is the one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to matter as far as getting him out of office. I don't think it'll matter to his raving lunatic base that would just mm-hmm. as soon shoot somebody that's different as opposed as opposed to admitting Trump may have lied about something 
they can't see that. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I have a tweet here from from my girl AOC. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm smitten with her just because she has a wonderful smile. Those eyes, those cheeks. Oh, anyway, uh, she's down, boy. I know. She's she's my congressperson. She's my representative. I have every right in the world well, to leech all over. Okay, let, let let's hear the tweet. Dude. Anyway, I she says I love Wipe how McConnell off your face first, but <laughs> I love how McConnell is saying, "quote Since you're impeaching now, oh, I'm sorry. Let me start that again. I love how McConnell is saying, "quote Since you're impeaching now, we're not going to pass bills." What does he mean mm-hmm. now? Mitch McConnell hasn't done a damn thing all year. Exactly. He, literally, he literally brags that his office is a graveyard. We passed a gun safety in February, and he still hasn't held a vote. M- mm. Mitch McConnell, oh, God. I, 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 I don't understand how a man like that, I, I, don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. I'll tell you what. Let's close. Let's close this uh, f- this first hour of the taxi stand hour with your old buddy Geraldo. Oh, Geraldo! <laughs> oh, Geraldo! Do you have audio for that? Let me see if I can drag this up just real quick here. Yeah, you only got what a couple minutes, please. Geraldo wants to punch somebody in the face. They believe that they have it now. That everything else, Russia collusion, Stormy Daniels, uh, taxes, making money on hotels and all that, they're going to put everything away and they're going to laser focus on this. This is going to be what the impeachment is all about. Maybe one or two little other things pull it. So it's going to be the president of the United States in a conversation that was intercepted by a rotten snitch. I'd love to whap him, uh, but that's another story. Uh, imagine this poor president, his whole tenure in office has been marked by snitches and rats and backstabbers. Yep. It's amazing how he functions at all. But he'll have to defend that statement, and it'll be the essence of impeachment. And I think they'll even lose some Democrats on the on the way to uh, indicting. All right, Geraldo, thank you very much for thank your you. point of view. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. All right, me too. That's it. That's Geraldo. Jerry Rivers. Jerry Rivers. There's a there's an empty uh, uh, locker in Chicago with your name on it. <laughs> oh, you know, every once in a while, Fox News. We'll just drag him out of his wormhole. I'd like to, what did he say? I'd like to whap whack. the uh, whack. Whatever he said. Uh, he's... First off, I've, I, you know, Geraldo, unless the camera's not doing you any favors, which <clears throat> it probably isn't. But first off, I don't think you could beat your way through wet paper. So, uh, <laughs> so before you start talking about whacking somebody uh <laughs> better think twice there dude you're in worse shape than i am so well i wouldn't know i wouldn't go that far yeah I, I wouldn't go that far i mean let's let's be hey. real here but if i got if i were to get in the ring with with Geraldo, uh trust me if nothing else i got 245 pounds of uh <laughs> you better hope he trips and you can and you can sit on him there you go absolutely All right, what do you think? I think we're actually getting right up to the top of the hour here. We'll see you in a couple minutes.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Today, we've got a very extra special friend stopping by to show us all about something really special. Uh, uh, I hear him at the door right now. Oh, come on in, Mr. McMack. <laughs> How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to show you. Ooh, ooh, I wonder what it, it is. It looks like looks like a, an octopus with a kilt on. <laughs> That's me bag, boy. Ooh, your bag? Hey. Ooh, what? Can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh. Run your hands there. That's, that's soft. Hey, that's like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Oh, oh, what, what's this right here? That is my blowpipe. You, what, what do you do with the blowpipe? You blow on it, lad. You blow, you blow on hey, it? Hey, you put your mouth around it and you blow. Oh, can, can I do that? Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddie? Oh, can I? Sure, go ahead. Oh, okay. Come on, lad. You've you, you got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid okay. it's not going to break. All right, like, like this? Hey, that's a boy. Oh, Stick it all the way it, down your throat it, there. It's getting bigger. Hey, oh. that means you're doing it right. Oh. What, what's this over here? That's me chanter. What's, what do we do with that? What you do with that, laddie, is you put your both hands on it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Oh, it's making a noise. Hey. Like that? Hey, run your hands up and down it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to squeeze the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Like, okay. All together, all at the same time. Okay, here here we go. Good, laddie. Hey, that's good, lad. Sure. Hey, it's good, laddie. Keep blowing. Blow harder, laddie. Harder. Squeeze the bag. Squeeze more. Run your hands up and down the shaft. Quick, faster. Run your hands up and down faster. Blow. Blow. All right. How about that for timing? They're a little close for my taste. <laughs> oh, good morning here, or what do you, I guess it's still morning out there in New York, but you are now listening to the second hour of the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI. Again, I'm John Shannon, and over the yonder there is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Ah, howdy. Howdy. Good morning. And by the way, for those of you live, uh, you just heard another version of hashtag Big Time Professional Radio, where what you just heard, I had all set up, and what, all I had to do was push one button. Well, when you push the wrong button, that means now you got to push three others to kind of make it sound like you wanted it to sound in the first place. It didn't really work out that way. You just love pushing buttons, admit it. There is that. <laughs> by, by the way, uh, do you know how hard it is when you really know you have to hurry up, do what you got to do, and come back, and all of a sudden you get where you're going and it's not cooperating? Oh, this is something I really don't want to get involved in. 
Oh, but why? Oh, I can. Pro- oh, there's a there's a myriad of reasons why. <laughs> myriad of reasons. Oh, once again, if you want to join in the conversation, seven five four eight zero zero chat, seven five four eight zero zero chat. You can call us. You can text us. Uh, you can also tweet us at Taxi Stand Hour, uh, and those other options are also available to you, SoundCloud listeners. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And hey, coming coming soon, our, our MySpace page. <laughs> oh my goodness! Have we have we ventured the, in the idea of maybe going back to some Yahoo uh, uh, format too, as well? Here, uh, I wait, mean, we wait. use the Google. I I, w- I will go on Ask Jeeves and find out what oh. it would take to do that. Okay, yeah. we do. Ask Jeeves. How about Alta Vista? I will, I will open up my navigator browser mm-hmm. and then turn on AOL. Now, You've if you're got listening mail. on your Yeah. Now if you're listening to us via your Commodore 64 here. Yeah, uh, or your Tandy. Your Tandy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. by all means. You, you wouldn't be listening Tandy to us. I had a Tandy. That was my first computer. Did you? Yeah. Was it? How much did that set you back? Uh, it was about fifteen hundred dollars. Good lord! And I was at the at the Radio Shack, and mm-hmm. the guy said to me, "Well, do you want a, a hard drive with that?" And I said, "Well, what would I need a hard drive for? I didn't just put the discs in." We didn't know any better. It was the nineties. Yeah, exactly. Who knew? <laughs> and now look where we are. Now look where we are. It is. Uh, it's shocking. Hey, guess what's happening tonight? Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Tonight is our latest installment of uh, Soundtrack Saturday. Tonight, tonight we have Bruce Springsteen's live 1975-1985 album. It's a collection of 40 songs, 40 from various live performances between the years of 1975 and 1985. It is three and a half hours of The Boss. It is fantastic. I've owned the album for years. We claim no no ownership of it. We, we are putting it out there for the enjoyment of others. So if, if, you've, if you would like to have your own little Springsteen concert tonight, tune in at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And... Mm-hmm. And at midnight Eastern or 9 p.m. on uh, on the West Coast because I forgot it was over three hours. So we got to we got to push the West Coast back to sorry uh, for you West Coast listeners. Sorry for the for the West Coast listeners, but <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, and uh, I got to tell you, I, I like the way this has been coming out. Hopefully, some of you folks have been listening uh, and enjoying it. The last Saturday we did Mel Brooks. Uh, we're going to replay these uh, over time. Uh, next week is, uh, well, John, you know what? I'm going to let you decide next week's. Uh, oh, my God. Are you are you putting that much pressure on me? I've got to pick, oh, sure. pick next week. Sure. First, I have to find mm. the file. There we go. Now, I'm going to give you. Be careful. I might go country on you. <laughs> now, I will give you three options. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the movie soundtrack. Mm hmm. There will be Hairspray live, 
that aired on NBC just a couple a uh, couple of years ago. Okay. Or uh, let's see, Animal House. Well, if I'm if I'm forced to pick between those three, I'd have to go with Animal House. Animal House, okay. Animal Would you House. believe I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? You've never seen. I I was fortunate never. enough to. I have seen it at a midnight showing. I have seen it with all the trimmings, with mm-hmm. the audience going wild and playing along. And I've watched it at home, and it's still interesting. I've seen. Uh, on TV, the uh, live, you know, a stage version of it. It's still mm-hmm. funny, but it's still good. I, I, but I did have the visceral experience of being there with people throwing toast and, you know, uh, interacting with the film. But it's funny. How would, it's, how would you like to clean up the theater after that mess, huh? I, uh, I digress. <laughs> so, so next mm. Saturday's soundtrack Saturday will be Animal House and that will include uh, all of the all the music from the movie soundtrack and we'll have okay. some uh, some other extras in there and uh, and we hope you enjoy but again tonight tonight is uh, Springsteen Live 40 songs uh, bring it bring a blanket relax and uh, and enjoy it man uh, crank it up at whatever parties you're going to be at tonight for the ride will there and the include, ride home. Will you uh, will include the uh, the great hit uh, "Born in East L.A." Cheech Marin, man. <laughs> you I, I throw would, that in. No, I don't. But you gotta throw that in. But I will say this: as I was editing the uh, the little drops that I put in just the little IDs and I, I, I use a bit of music. So I, I use a number of different pieces of instrumental music from, from the album. One of them was from Born in the USA. And gosh darn it, every time I think of that song, I see Born in the USA, first thing I think of is Cheech Marin. Uh-huh. Given that given that lizard face. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely love that movie and you know what? I can't find it anywhere. I can't find that movie any. Born in East L.A., Cheech Marin, uh, you know, being his, you know, comic genius to begin with, but yet also bringing out a, a, a point that is actually very topical for, now, uh, 19, you know, for 2019. Yep. People that so, are born in this country, but quote unquote, look different. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, anyways, what do you say? What? What do you say? Rosa Mendez is is warming up in the bullpen. I think it is time to uh time to bring her out on the mound here. It's the bottom of the ninth and she has to protect it for her team. Radio TFI presents the Rosa Mendez Birthday Report, powered by the Associated Press. Here's your host, John Shannon. I thought you fixed that. I thought I did too. 
Good Lord. That got, is so yesterday's news. I got sidetracked <laughs> with uh, with Springsteen yesterday. I guess you did. I, I did. guess you did. Now, hold on All a right, second. Well, hold on a oh. second. Now, go ahead. Go, go do what you're doing. Okay. Now, this is, again, a recap of the birthdays from last week, beginning on September 26th and going through right to today. Today, today, today. Today, today, today. Not, uh, not quite as many as I had last week. Oh, we didn't have that meeting. <laughs> I, I, you'll, I think you'll be happy with the amount here. Yeah. It's a, it's a little have, bit more controlled. Many of people have, have thought they were going to make me happy with something. Yeah, well, I, the worst part about it is at least with you, I'm trying. Most anyway. people, I give a rip. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Anyways, all right, we're starting with uh, last Sunday, this 22nd, where we lead off with Joan Jett, who turned 61 years old. Oh, God, she's older than me. I have been in love with that mm-hmm. woman since uh, since I first laid eyes on her. Put another dime in my yeah. jukebox, baby. Um, I don't even know why I mentioned this, because he really hasn't been relative since Chachi. Relevant. And now he's all... Huh? Relevant, yeah, and had- you're right. Move on. Uh, Move on. Scott Bayo. You should have just Scott moved Bayo on. Scott turned 69. Yeah. Well, I did it 60. anyways. He's 69? He's 69 years old. He's he's nine years older than me? Uh-huh. got to realize how old, you know, the, the Happy Days, Joni Loves no, no, Chachi no. franchise. Yeah, but I know how old I was at the time. Yeah. The whole Happy Days. You- All right. Well, good. He's that much closer to, uh, anyway. Oh, 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 man. Oh, you're going straight to hell for that one. (laughs) All right. Uh, So is he. Vince Coleman, the St. Louis Cardinals great, uh, turned 58 years old on the 22nd. Happy birthday to him. Ah. The great Tommy Lasorda, 92 oh, years old. Is he 92? Yes, he is. You know, when he took over the Dodgers and he managed them for, what was it, 25, 30 years? Uh-huh. He took over from Walter Alston, who had mm-hmm. managed the team back in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. They went, that team went like 50, 60 years with only two managers. That's incredible. It is. Okay, well, that's Go all ahead. I got I'm for the 20, 22nd. No need to apologize. Just move on. Uh, speaking of our uh, our soundtrack, the Saturday soundtrack. Oh, yeah. The Boss the boss turned 70 years old on yeah, the 23rd. Yeah, how about uh, Sean Spicer, probably best known for Dancing in the Stars. <laughs> Dancing with the stars, whatever. <laughs> 48 years old. Uh, Jason just, Alexander turned 60 years old. Oh. It's a little younger and, than me. Let me do this. Do all the girls I've loved before. Willie Nelson. No. Julio, Julio Iglesias, the other half of that song. Oh. 76 years old. And still can pick up any chick he wants. Absolutely. Okay, moving on to the 24th. We only have one. Oh, you probably 
you, I don't know how familiar you'll be with this one, but uh, thanks to Granny Annie, I've actually gotten to know a little bit about the Food Network. Uh, Robert Irvine. You were right. Uh, I don't. I know nothing about him. <laughs> this guy looks like he's out. Should be on the Bodybuilding Channel, not the Food Network. But uh, anyways, happy 55th birthday to you on the 24th. Okay, moving on to the 25th, we have a few here. Oh boy. Uh, Will, uh, the Fresh Prince himself, Will Smith, turned 51 years old. That man, that man is, like I've said before, I don't take credit for anything. But I remember the first time I saw him, I forget if it was the video or maybe it was the TV show. The mm-hmm. first time I saw that young man, I said, and he's only nine years younger than me. Submit. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a star. He's yes. going to be a star. And I don't look at people like that. And I don't. But this guy just—he's got it all. He's got talent and charisma, and you mm-hmm. just can't can't beat that. Exactly. Uh, this this one out of uh, speaking of Batman, Mark Batman. Hamill. Mark Hamill turned sixty-eight years old. Yeah. And I know why you make that reference, and you probably don't think I know why. Okay, go ahead. Because Mark Hamill has played the, done the voice of the Joker in many uh, of the anim- animated shows. Yeah. And uh-huh. he does a fantastic, it's a creepy, it's the best Joker ever, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Scotty Pippen turned 54 years old. Yeah, but he couldn't have done it without, without Jordan. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, Michael Douglas, 75 years old. Good God. Is his father still alive? Uh, for as far as I know, yeah. yeah 103 years old, if I'm not mistaken. I know he had a stroke years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, the last time I saw him a few years ago out in public, I mean, he was looking every bit of his age, but Kirk, God bless him. Yeah, exactly. You know where I first remember Michael Douglas from, though? The streets of San Francisco. Streets of San Francisco. I just can't fool you on trivia like that. Who did he co-star with? Uh, Carl Malden. Don't leave home without it. Don't leave home without it, yes. The man with an airplane hanger for a nose. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, Heather Locklear turned 58. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Forever 25. Yeah. In my mind. My mind, she's 25. <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's, uh, you got well, it. Let, let me let me erase that uh, memory for you uh, and to tell you that Barbara Walter, excuse me, Baba Wawa, Barbara Walters turned 90 years old. Did she? Yeah, yeah. I knew she had to be close to that. She's uh, She's been mm-hmm. around a long, long time. Good for her. I always liked her. I couldn't stand listening to her, but I liked her nonetheless. Uh, I got to throw one here uh, at you that I know you won't know, but uh, hey, we're celebrating up here because the Minnesota Twins are your American League Central Division champions. And I thought I I saw something. uh, And what a birthday present. Uh, Their manager, the day they clinched, their manager, Rocco Baldelli, turned 38 years old. 38? He's. I think he's. If I'm not mistaken, he's. Just, he's a year younger than one of his players. Uh, 
Nelson uh, Nelson Cruz. I've got pimples older than that. Yeah. But uh, congratulations to the twins yeah. and happy birthday to Rocco Baldelli from September 25th. That's a hell of a name, too. That's a that's a lot to. Uh... That's a baseball name. That is a good baseball name. In yeah, my opinion. yeah, it's not a bad one. But going on now to the 26th, here's one of my favorites. Uh, favorite athlete, uh, favorite personality. I, I absolutely love her. Serena Williams. She is fantastic. She is fantastic. Absolutely. She is. I, I loved it. I loved it a couple of months ago when some some Jamoke over in England said uh, any man could uh, beat her. Uh, there's something about beat her for a point in tennis. And... Uh, I mean, it was she, the guy was just blown away. Are you kidding me? The woman's at the top of her game. She's the best in the world. She's been doing this entire life. You think mm. any man is just going to walk in there? She'll kill you with her serve. Are you kidding oh, me? She's absolutely. A, good for her. I think he just wants. I think this yo-yo just wants to dust off Bobby Riggs. Oh please, <laughs> please! I remember that whole disaster. Who's next? Uh, anyways, uh, on the 26th, Olivia Newton-John turned 71 years old. No, no, right. again, no. I hear she wants to get physical with you there, Ed. Forever 25. <laughs> and last but not least. Hold on, hold on. We're not done. We're not done. Oh, Olivia, okay, okay. Olivia Newton-John will forever be in those black spandex pants that she literally had to be sewed into at the end of the movie Grease. She literally had to be sewed into those. That is the Olivia Newton-John in my mind. (laughs) Now, proceed. (laughs) And uh, again, so I can cleanse your palate so you can uh, wipe the drool off. Was it Dr. Root? (laughs) Well, no, but Beto O'Rourke turned 47 years old. Beto, (laughs) Beto, Beto's Beto's not going to be present anytime soon. Maybe down the line. Mm-hmm. What Beto needs to do, he's got a great start. Beto, go out there and help. Just keep helping people. Mm-hmm. Let this presidential thing, where you know you you got to win a few more things and all that, but you know what? Just do your thing quietly on the sidelines, because I I I think there is a spot for him down the line. Just not now. Let President Warren assign you to uh, you uh, some cabinet post or something like that. No. All right. <laughs> go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Moving on to the 27th, Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. is 37 years old. Hold on. Uh, oh, it's uh, Jay-Z. Uh, no. 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 Who is it? You probably not even familiar with it. Better known as Lil Wayne. Oh, I know the name. Yeah, you're yeah. right, but I'm not that's that familiar. All. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, all that's Lil Wayne, L-I-L. Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne, yes. Not to be confused with Little, L-I-D-D-L-E, that El Presidente put out. If you saw yeah. it. I, I retweeted that. Uh, we can talk, I saw that. Yeah, we can talk about that later. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Gwyneth Partlow, 47 years old on the 27th. Yeah, yeah she's okay. She's uh, She's got uh, names of kids, funny things, but Gwyneth Paltrow, by the way. No. 
What did I say? There's nothing close. Altro? Is that Altro. what I said? No. No, you did not. I think we better check the tape. We will, but do you ever hear me say the person's name after you? No. I did it this time because you would My. inexplicably, inexplicitly. Oh, you know what? You're right, because I don't know how the hell. Because you know what I do when I do this list is I talk to I talk text into the my phone while I'm looking at the source here. So uh, voice text uh, uh, didn't quite understand what I was trying to say. And I don't know why. Really? Really? Yawning there? Yawning? Yes. I got you, dude. All right. Um... Steve Kerr, the current coach of the Golden State Warriors, yes. of the Chicago Bull, uh, fifty-four years old. Yeah, he was—he was great. He was there during those Jordan years. Mm-hmm. He also played for uh, Utah. Or am I, think I thinking? You're right. I'm pretty sure he played for Utah. No, no, you're right. No, I'm thinking of. Go ahead. Okay, and uh, one more puzzle here for you for the twenty seventh. Okay, Doctor. Marvin Lee, Marvin Lee a day. Oh, Turns. Marvin Lee a day. I would do anything for you, especially if it was by the, uh, if it was Paradise by the dashboard light. Very good. Better known Thank as you. Meatloaf. There you go. Just remember, don't let your meatloaf. Yeah. Uh, now I wonder if Meatloaf ever thought about bringing on a side gig as mash with mashed potatoes and gravy. It's an old joke. Yeah, very old. old we'll leave joke. it. We'll leave it behind. All right, and last but not least for today's birthdays, uh, Hillary Duff turned thirty-two years old today. She's only thirty-two. Thirty-two years old. She doesn't even have to be uh, memorialized as Forever Twenty-Five. I like her just the way she is. Just the way she is, huh? Just the way she uh, is. Name, excuse me. Naomi Watts turned fifty-one years old. Nobody cares. And last but not least, here we go. Thank, I saved. I saved the best for last for you for the twenty-eighth. Thank God. Your favorite, Bridget Bardo. Don't tell me. No, jeez, I asked you not to tell me. Too late. Damn, she is definitely in the Forever 25 category. Absolutely. But Absolutely. good for her. Good for her. She uh, she was a wonderful woman. She she uh, lit up the screens in our hearts and other things back in the 60s and 70s. Yes. So that does it. That does it? That does it. We're done. For another week of the Rosa Mendez birthday report, by the way, powered by... FamousBirthdays.com Or the AP, depending on who you listen depending to. Depending on which way we want to go. Huh. All right, now, you you got your crying towel out? I need a moment. <laughs> I need to call. Oh, cough. my friend. I need to <laughs> Oh, not only is he coughing, he looks like he's about ready to, like, toss a lung here. I'm, I'm <laughs> damn close. If I was still smoking, I promise you, I'd have hocked the lung up right there. All right, well, let's get... Are... Go ahead. What we are referring to here is our 4A, uh, better known as John and Ed versus the spread. Do you mind? Uh... <laughs> do you want to do very... it? Here, go ahead. Read the copy. And, and, it, and it's prognostication, not procrastination. All right. right exactly. All right. Do you mind? Rock and roll here. 
Go ahead. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> you know why he's, he's so fired up? Because he had a good week. More importantly, Ed didn't have a great week. <laughs> Go ahead, spark it up, baby. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication, not procrastination. Each week, John, I'm more annoying than ever. Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Guildchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. You handled that very well here. I, I did see the I did see the handkerchief come up though. I hate you. All right, so so he hate me. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you like poison. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about last week as much as it pains me. On a personal level, I went 10 and 6 for the full slate of games. Congratulations. For the season, including this past Thursday night's game, I am 31 and 26. Now, let's talk about last week. <laughs> last week, I uh, I went 2 and 1. It wasn't a bad idea to go with the NFC East. It was a bad idea to pick the Dolphins. I got 17 points. It wasn't enough. Now, I will say this, though. The first half of that game was very good. At the at the end of the half, it was only 10 to 6. Then they had to play another half of football. <laughs> uh, oh. J- John John went three and zero. So as of the moment, John stands at eight and one, and yours truly is at five and four. Plenty of time. The season's young. We're only in week four. I'm lulling him into a false sense of security right now. I think that's what the Cleveland Indians said too when the mini, when the Minnesota Twins took uh, took an early lead in that division. <sighs> I'm just just saying here. Just saying. Who's your first pick, Skippy? My first pick, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, of course. Good God! Go in, go into Chicago to play the Bears. The Bears. The Vikings are three-point dogs in this game. Was I that what you to... got? Because I got it as a pick'em, but I'll give you the three points. Okay. No, the the, uh, the Vikings are three-point dogs. I will take the Vikings getting three points in the Windy City. Joe got it, man. All right. I, uh, I have another system for this week. Uh-oh. There's a theme to my picks. I am picking amongst the teams that I have not lost with yet, that I am 3-0 and with. So we're starting out with the Kansas City Chefs, great googly moogly, Visiting the Detroit, what is it you call them? The Motor, Motor City, City Kitties. Motor City Kitties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit's getting six points at home. They're also mm. 3-0 and for me going into this week. I am taking them there, Detroit Lions. 
Well, well, one of us is going to uh, win or lose in that particular game. Oh, uh, are you kidding me? I am taking the uh, Kansas City Chiefs minus six points. Well, you're a you're a real love. Okay, I'll take that. I'll okay. take that. All right, fine. I can still change if I want. Okay. Moving on. My next team that that I'm three and zero with. It's another AFC East matchup featuring the New England. We don't want you either, Antonio Brown Patriots. <laughs> Belichick does not stand for anybody's nonsense. Absolutely not. That being said, Brady would have to would would have to do something horrendous, you know. But that that aside, he don't stand for this nonsense. So it's it's New England at Buffalo. New England is a seven point favorite. I'm taking Buffalo and getting seven points against New England. Ooh, I don't know. Patriots look pretty good this year. I have a system. Ah. Okay. Well, see how well it's working for me. Yeah, I exactly. But hey, it's your hey, picks. It is my pick. All right. So my last pick would be the Los Angeles Chargers, who are I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> who are visiting the Starkist Stadium? I hate to- you. To play those Miami Dolphins. The uh, Chargers are 16-point favorites. In my opinion, they should probably be 25-point favorites, but I don't ever think I've seen a spread that large coming out of Vegas, so I'm going to take... Are you kidding me? Last week, last week the Jets were 21-point dogs against oh, New England. Yeah. <laughs> I took all, all the hype. I took all the dogs. New England was uh, 15 points over the Dolphins a couple of weeks ago. My God, you've never seen points that high. What is wrong with you? Oh, uh, well. You haven't seen points you that high. Start. You just you, you, you just took the flipping Dolphins. Oh, no, wait a minute. That is... Last week, yeah. the Dolphins were 17 points. Ay, ay, oda. So you're taking the Dolphins and getting the 16 points. Is that what I am to understand? Giving up 16 points? You betcha. No, 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 no. You you trapped me, you son of a bitch. (laughs) We tried. Nice, nice try. No, I'm I'm taking those Los Angeles Chargers, giving up 16 points. Like I I said, if I had a set, I'd probably take a minus uh, 25. But uh, now here's where I uh, throw everything out of whack. On my final pick. Okay. okay. Jacksonville visits Dem- Denver. Denver mm-hmm. is a three-point home favorite. Okay. Jacksonville, I am 0-3 with this year. Okay. So I am flipping the card on, and I am expecting Denver to win for me this week. And cover. Okay. Okay. So I'm taking, I'm taking Denver at home. Mm-hmm. So we all set? Yeah, let's have the summary there, my friend. You want you want to change anything? No. Sure about that. I'm positive. Well, wait a minute here. Let me hear what you have for me again here. <laughs> I think you're trying to push a fast pencil. I I am not. So okay. anyway, let's uh, let's let's recap here. Uh, your old Uncle Ed is taking uh, Kansas. Uh, I'm sorry, he's not taking Kansas City. He's taking Detroit plus six at home. 
John is taking... Oh, I really should mark that. Yeah, I didn't have you, you marked. John is taking Kansas City minus six in that game. So one of us is going to win. One of us is going to lose. John's also taking his Vikings. Why he keeps picking that team, I don't know. Against the Bears. And he's getting three points for his trouble. I am taking the bound to fail. I am not taking the bound to fail. New England Patriots. Boy, I'm having a rough week here. I'm taking Buffalo at home. Minus seven because gosh darn it. The Bills have been playing well. Uh, Illusions, stormy Daniels, uh, taxes, making money on hotels and all that. They're going to put everything away and they're going to laser focus on this. And this is going to be what the impeachment is all about. Maybe one or two little other things falling. So it's going to be the. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, fine. You're doing your own show over there. It's okay. Can we finish this one? Yeah, let's finish this one. Let's finish this one. And then you can do your other show. You've got to watch the overlap, John. (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, again, I'm taking Denver because they haven't won for me yet. I'm giving up three points against Jacksonville. And then finally, young Mr. Shannon, just as a personal affront to me, and uh, just a way to stab me in my heart, is taking the L.A. Chargers when they visit my beloved Miami Dolphins in beautiful Miami Gardens, Florida, just over the Broward County borderline, literally. Did you know that that the only thing the Dolphins do in Miami-Dade County is play their games? Everything else is in Broward County, up up in Lauderdale and and all that. And the stadium is literally... Training camp and all that. Everything, nothing is done in Miami. And, and, and the stadium is literally a block over the over the county line. It's right there. You cross the county line, there's the stadium. Probably getting but, a hell of a tax break for doing everything in Broward. Yeah, just better deals. It's a better place to be. So anyway, yeah. John's taking the charges, giving up 16 points because he does not believe that uh, Seth Rogen or Rosen or whatever the hell his name is, the quarterback now, who wasn't that bad. He, uh, he has no faith in them against the Chadges. So there you have it, kids and kittens. That's this week's Ed versus the Spread. And as always, if you're using this segment of our little corner of the internet as the basis for gambling, you, my friends, have much bigger problems than we do. And that's saying something. Well, just remember, Charlie... Starkiss wants dolphins with good taste. Not, not the, <laughs> they want them that taste good. That concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. And uh, not soon enough. Not a second too soon. Oh, I, I, I hope you have a good week this week. I really do. Because, you know, I, I do have a little bit of compassion you and, you and what have you. And you don't mean that. <laughs> Well, speaking of speaking of uh, Florida, in my segment that now, that's now going to be called only in Florida. Oh, please! A a Florida man breaks the Guinness World Record for longest fingernail extensions. <laughs> Uh, a Florida artist captured his second, oh my God, his second Guinness World Record See? for the for the world's largest nail extensions. We're good at this stuff. Eight. 
What's that? We're very good at this stuff. You know what I've also yeah. noticed? Besides the fact that I've gotten this virus a bunch of times, how many Florida tags I see, not only in New York City in general, but in my neighborhood. There's a lot of Florida cars here. Well, that's probably, they're, just get, they're probably getting ready to make their exodus uh, here in uh, probably another month. Mm. Population in New York is going to dwindle by a quarter. Mm, if only. Yeah. Uh, anyways, he his uh, nail extensions now are measuring a full four feet in length. Well, now, does it, and this is a guy. I don't this care is who it is. Oh, of course they give and he has to have a bizarre name too, which I can't pronounce, but I'll try. Odlian Azair, Ozair, Odlian Ozera, who set his first record in 2018 with his 15 foot nine inch uh, tall hat. Oh, this was for a hat, I guess, was recognized as the world's tallest hat. Anyways, he's he's attempted to uh, set the nail extension record inspired by the talons on his pet bird, a cockatiel named Songbird. Folks, you know, only uh, in Florida. No, not only in Florida. Prevalent in Florida, but not only in Florida. <laughs> Let me say this. When I walk into a store and someone the cashier has to ring up ring me up mm-hmm. and they've got nails six inches long and they can barely get to the keys you know what store managers there is a line you can tell people look those nails are too long for you to properly do your job I, I think it looks horrible oh well, I think that uh, gauged uh, gauged cheeks look uh, horrible too. But I, in this day and age, have you, you ever seen about? that? What are you talking about? A gauged cheek. You know how these guys wear uh, gauges. You know, basically big washers in their earlobes. Yes. In place of earrings. Yes. This, first off, that's disgusting. But I've seen some pictures of people. I think it's mostly guys who have this huge gauge in their cheek. You can see their freaking back teeth, dude. Oh, I did. I have seen that. Yeah, that's. Oh, my God. Is this I hate to say it, man. I'm as open minded as 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 you can come. But God damn, there has to be. There has to be a line somewhere. I, I don't know where, but there has to be a line. Well, well therein lies the problem. Nobody knows where yeah. it is. Nobody knows where the line is, I guess. Uh, hey, a, a Tennessee woman who rescued a kitten she spotted running across the road brought the feline into her car and, bef- and took it home before discovering the creature was actually a baby bobcat. I've heard about this. Uh, Jill Hicks of Chattanooga. Well, there you go. Stop. Stop. They're very nice people. <laughs> Said that she was driving recently when she spotted a kitten running across the busy road and decided to rescue it. So I pulled over, and surprisingly, it didn't run for me, Hicks said in a Facebook post. I put it in the car with me and 
It climbed all over me like a kitten would do, got in my floorboard under my feet, and after stopping a couple times to get it nestled into my lap, I finally got it home. A, a, a baby bobcat. This woman is lucky that mama bobcat didn't witness this. Well, that's the first thing that went through my mind. The second thing is, it's still a kitten. Yeah. What, I'm assuming, that I didn't read through the rest of the story, but I'm assuming that when she discovered this, she did the right thing and brought this to uh, animal control or whatever, and they did whatever appropriate Somebody that's somebody that stops their car and picks a kitten up off the street will most certainly, you can count on them to do the right thing. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. She stopped her car on a road to pick up the cat. What's she going to do? Oh, see ya. You know, e- even though it's a bobcat, it's still a baby. You know, mm-hmm. so let's not be. Uh... So we got 15 minutes to fill, Bubba. Oh, we're, we're, we're okay. Are we? I got this. I, I got this. Oh. Um, hey, in Salt Lake City, a businessman on Friday evening sprayed a man in the face with a fire extinguisher after that man refused to put out a cigarette. Good for him. Yes, the incident, which occurred in East Gallivan, wherever the hell that is, was captured on video and shared widely on Facebook. Now, hold on. What, what kind of establishment was it? Uh, it does not say here what kind of establishment it was. It wasn't obviously it wasn't a tobacco store. Oh, yeah, um, you're you're a funny man. You are I, a funny man. And it wasn't a smoker's lounge. So now that, now you're just a desperate man. <laughs> but I, I now and I understand you're not going to this. You're not going to know this reference because it refers to wrestling, but it just indulge me for a second, if you would here, please. As if I uh, have a choice. Nah, you, you don't. You're right. But I remember back from about 20 years ago uh, when WrestleManias were still a fun event uh, to go watch. But um, Roddy Piper, the late Roddy Piper. That was segment, Row- Rowdy Roddy Piper, wasn't Rowdy, it? Rowdy Roddy, yes, it was. Had a segment called Piper's Pit. In which he invited, uh, here's here's a name from the past, Morton Downey Jr. I just read something. Oh God, I, he, he came up in a conversation yesterday. Is he even Twitter. still alive? No, he died. He died about ten years ago, and his teeth died about two years after. Yeah, there you go. Uh, anyways, uh, so Morton Downey Jr. was a quote-unquote guest. That's the clip uh, they showed. Of, of, of I know exactly the clip you're talking about. So, uh, it, there, there was a thing, whatever this Twitter feed was, I forget what it was about. But they showed somebody, people kept putting up this, uh, this GIF, or GIF, however you pronounce it, of Rowdy Roddy, or whatever, Roddy Piper, there's uh, Morton Downey with the cigar, and there's Roddy Piper with the fire extinguisher. Just blows it. Yeah, exactly. Because he kept he kept asking uh, Downey to put the. I don't. Was it a cigar? I don't remember. Cigar. It, a cigar. it was a cigar. It, it was, was a cigar. But anyways, it got to the point where Downey actually blew the smoke in in his face, and Piper uh, responded by having a fire extinguisher and uh, proceeded to spray him with the fire extinguisher and all of this and all of this happening spontaneously with no pre-planning 
Oh, no, none whatsoever. Because there's always a fire extinguisher in the ring. In a wrestling ring. Yes, in a wrestling indeed. ring. Yeah, well, you know, we need to be safe here these days. Of because, you know, you know, back in the day, they actually had wrestlers that one of their gimmicks was they could throw fire. Moving uh, on. Let's just move on. Oh, come on. You, I can't explain that. No, no, I'm not interested in that. No. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, Draw the line, see. Mr. Shannon. What else do we have here? Well, we have this. Now, this isn't, excuse me, funny by any, um, but it is kind of, it is kind of noteworthy. Apparently, uh, the world's oldest working barber uh, passed away at age 108. My goodness. Yes. Where was this? Uh, and I'm going to butcher his name, but I'll do the best here. Uh, when Anthony He's Maricelli, dead. He doesn't care. Yeah, this is true. Became a bar- barber nearly a century ago. Warren Harding was in the White House. A haircut cost 25 cents, and leeches were still used to treat blood pressure. Hey, don't knock them. Well, there's there's science for you. Uh, as, as hairstyles changed over the decades, he adapted. I cut them all, he told the New York Times last year. Long hair, short hair, whatever was in style. The shag, the buster brown, straight bangs, permanents. I have some customers. I cut their father, the grandfather, their great-grandfather, four generations, uh, he added. Manson... Mancinelli, that's what we're going for with the name. Uh, never stopped cutting hair except to join the army and serve in World War II and the 90s, excuse me, and in the 90s is recognized by the Guinness uh, World Records as the world's oldest working barber. Um, this great man died on September 19th in his home in New Windsor, New York. Uh, he was 108. His son, Bob, who was 82 years old, said the cause was cancer in his jaw. His father had retired reluctantly, but only weeks before he passed away. Well, what do he you was know? Still cutting, he was still cutting hair at 108 years old. You know what that man was? Hmm. He was a cut above the rest. Oh, my God. Very good. Very, I, I'm sorry. I'll I give waited, you that one. I waited through that whole article. <laughs> Just to release that, huh? It sat here. Oh. Coiled and ready to pounce like a baby bobcat ready to... Uh, <laughs> ready to take a bite out of crime, that's for sure. Take a bite out of something anyway. Mm. Okay. And I just picked this up yesterday. Jerry Springer. You know Jerry Springer actually has a a new show now, where he is a uh, he's a I judge. Guess he's a judge. Yeah, I saw it. I was in a car wash or something about a week or so ago, and they had the TV mm. on in the lounge, and there's there's Jerry Springer. I'm like, okay, well, you know, you do what you got to do. Well, I mean, he was the mayor of Cincinnati at one point in time. Yeah, I understand that, but he wasn't a judge. He wasn't. Ed Koch yeah. was the lawyer. He he was on the people's court. He was the judge on the people's court for a while. Oh, did he do that for the? Oh yeah, that gig for a little while. For a little while. Yeah. 
Oh, talking about TV judges, have you ever uh, have you ever had to tolerate Judge Judy? Judge Ju- Judge Judy, I think I've mentioned this before. My ex's sister used to be her bailiff in Bronx Family Court. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't stand Judge Judy. Well, she can't stand you either, so it kind of works out. Well, there we well then I guess we're mutual. Yeah. But anyways, works. Jerry Springer said that uh says and I quote, Trump took my show and brought it into the White House. He's not wrong. He is not wrong there, ladies and gentlemen. Not wrong. He is not. Uh this was that, you know, and it's so funny for anybody that actually still remembers the Jerry Springer show. Jerry, they, Jerry, Jerry. Do they still, uh, do they still uh, play reruns of that show? I wouldn't know. Oh. I have a job. I wouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. You know, there was all kinds of video sets out, though, where the uncut versions. Of- uh, I've seen those. <laughs> they're they're not all what you think they are. No, seriously. I've seen them. Somebody I knew had had one, and we watched it once, and I was like, all right, it's just the swearing and a couple of uh, boobies get shown. But other than that. Yeah. Well, it's just amazing. You almost wonder if that's almost as un, un or, cor, or what's the word I'm looking choreographed. for? Choreographed. Choreographed. Thank you. As, uh, as WWE, because it's like it seemed like everything – always broke out into chairs flying in a cat fight. Well, after a while, people had seen the show. So when they were brought on the show, mm-hmm. I would say they were encouraged to behave based on what they'd seen on past shows. That's how mm-hmm. I believe it would have been presented to them. I don't believe they were told outright throw a chair, but any behavior you've seen previously would be acceptable. Well, well I saw yeah. somebody. This is true. I saw somebody throw a chair last week. I'm going to do that. Unfortunately, when those chairs got thrown, Geraldo was not always in the way. But, you know, yeah. you can't have everything. What uh, what show was it or where did that happen where Geraldo got his ass kicked? He, his own you, show. Uh, it was his own his show. Own sh- Geraldo. And, and I remember he got the crap knocked out of him. His nose got jammed up. He had a big, uh-huh. big cut on his nose. Uh, yeah, somebody hit him with a chair. That's that's basically the. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. That what caused the damage? I forgot yeah. that he had his own show. Yeah, most other people oh, did too. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, we can't forget when he goes the when he ventured into the vaults of. Uh, oh God, damn! Now I can't. The which uh, what's mobster was that now? Al Capone. Al Capone. Thank you. Boy, I tell you. The memory is a hell of a thing to lose. Uh, as yeah. I've got, as I've gotten older, there's two things I've lost. One is What's my memory. That? One is my memory, and I can't uh-huh. remember the other one. You can't remember the other one. <laughs> no. It, it, so yeah, Al Capone's fault. What a what a shit show that was. <sighs> hurry up, hurry up, find it, find it, come on. I have the volume down. Oh, okay. I'll get you next time. Uh, I I appreciate that. You're just so slow on the trigger with that. I just, damn. You lulled me into a... Slow. You lulled me into a into a, a state of complacency. I think, okay, he's going to be good for the rest of the show. 
and then then suddenly you you spew this 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 uh, this this sewage out of your mouth, and then I have to be like, son of a bitch! Hurry up! Where's that button? Where's that? You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. You know, you know it's funny you mentioned that now. Um, we have a local uh, on-air personality. Uh, his name is Tom Bernard. He's been in the radio business uh, forever and a day, and he still does a morning show. It isn't; they don't get the listenership like they used to. They, oh my God, they, you want to talk about uh, anti-PC? They were all over. They did. I'll have to come up with a couple of bits they did. But uh, you want to talk about oh, offensive? They, they, they they routinely crossed the line if you will even by uh 1990 standards they crossed the line quite a bit and he's had to cut it back a little bit you know management has kind of said well hey listen you gotta kind of you know you go to a couple sensitivity classes you'll be all right here we'll still keep you on so they don't do those type of bits anymore but he wrote routinely drops the s-bomb on his uh on his show and he <laughs> what's that it's unacceptable i i i don't i, I don't get that with you I, we can, here's why here's yeah. why i think it's i think it's a crutch not that i don't use those words in everyday life i do but i think mm-hmm. for what we're presenting here I feel we need to be slightly above the freight. There's, there was a bit that was done, a, a parody song. There used to be a player with the with the Dolphins, by the name of mm. Brian Cox. Just oh. a horrible, horrible, horrible person. Okay. Uh, somebody did a parody song based on the the girl from Ipanema, and I'll have to find it. Oh. And intercut with with the the lyrics that the guy did and this guy did a lot of work for my radio hero neil rogers uh-huh. uh was actual audio of brian cox saying a number of things uh-huh. and we had all heard it it had come out live during a game you know during an interview uh-huh. it was a very local thing uh-huh. i found the bit funnier when it was played on air with the beeps with the bleeps uh-huh. i i have a copy of it uncensored it's not uh-huh. nearly as funny i think the bleeps make it funny so what did, what did you say what was, what was his first name neil rogers no, oh no, ryan uh, cox ryan cox would you imagine would you imagine what would happen if uh number 51 ryan cox, uh, if uh, ryan cox would have married a girl with the last name of ucker Come on, you want to laugh, I know. All right, anyways, it's time to wrap it up here, folks, on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. Obviously, I think that's funnier than it probably was. Uh, So, I'm John Shannon. Adios. See ya.